0: One, two, three,
1: four.
0: Monster Movie.
1: Fun Time Go! Monster Movie. Fun
0: Time Go! Monster Movie. Fun Time Go! Monster Monster Movie. movie. Fun Time Go! With Precious D and Honey Bee. Fun Time Go! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends and neighbors, welcome... Monster movie fun time go 31 days of horror. Oops, all werewolves edition. Returning again to the show today is Caleb Mendez. Yesterday we talked about American Werewolf in London, and his punishment for picking the good movie is having to watch its sequel from 16 years later, 1997's An American Werewolf in Paris. Welcome back to the show, Caleb Mendez.
1: Uh, thanks for having me.
0: Uh, I'm not excited to talk (laughs) Uh, about this movie. You sure about that?
1: (laughs) No, this movie oh. is rough. <laughs> oh man. Well,
0: uh I've <laughs> I've been making my way through a lot of werewolf movies this month and it is not the worst one I've seen, but it is certainly not the best.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. Uh I haven't been watching as many werewolf movies as you and man, this is one of this is one of the worst movies I've probably seen ever. It's pretty up there. Uh <laughs>
0: Well, then you haven't seen enough movies, my friend, because it is bad, but it's not—it's not that bad. I mean,
1: I just try to avoid it's no bad man movies sometimes. Fate. <laughs> right, right.
0: Uh, so I saw this movie in the goddamn theater. I paid money for it. Really? I think I might have thought it was. O- I think it might have thought it was okay at the time, but you know, I was just—I hadn't been watching a bunch of other werewolf movies to compare it to all in a row. Uh, but it's not, it's not great. Um, no, uh,
1: it's definitely a product some, of its time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're saying it's very 1997?
1: Uh, yes. Yes. Everything about uh, it, from the dialogue to the way they dress, to the music, everything. It's very 1997.
0: Right. <laughs> so, of course, the title of the first film, An American Werewolf in London, is kind of a mashup between An American in Paris and The Werewolf of London. There is also an old book called The Werewolf of Paris. So I guess it was only natural that when they got around to making a sequel, it would be an American werewolf in Paris. Maybe someday they'll do an American werewolf. uh, Well, no. Maybe they'll do the the werewolf of New York or a European werewolf in New York. Who knows? Seems like there should be a werewolf in New York. Hey, it could be fun. Let's get some let's get some stats here. It's directed by Anthony Waller. Written by Tim Burns, Tom Stern, and Anthony Waller. Claims to be based on characters by John Landis. We'll get to that in a minute. Mm. It's 102 minutes. It's in color. The budget was 25 million. The box office was 26.6 million. So not nearly as successful as as its predecessor, or indeed successful at all. No. I think they usually, just barely making back your budget is not really considered a success. I think, in general, you're expected to make back double to be considered successful or considered a hit. Uh, I'm not sure that's quite fair, but I don't know if the budget always includes all the advertising and stuff, the extra costs. Mm. Because if you do include that, then, yeah, you need to make back more more than just what it cost to actually film it yeah Uh, so oh the cast Tom Everett Scott as Andy McDermott Julie Delphi as Serafin Pijo McDermott oh Oh, yeah because they get married at the fucking end Vince Villuff as Brad Philip Buckman as Chris Julie Bowen as Amy Finch Pierre Casso as Claude, Tom Novembre as Inspector LeDuc, Thierry Lamite Lamet Lamer Lermet? I don't know. Something French. As uh Thierry Pigot, Anthony Waller as Metro Driver. Oh, so you did a hitchcock on. Huh? Isabel Constantini as Seraphine's mother. So yesterday we refer to the the connection i mean apart from just the title it's implied but never explicitly stated that seraphine is the daughter of the characters from the first movie cuz they do have sex in the first movie kind of awkward shower sex that we did we did not address in the other episode mm. and the only thing that really tells us that is that She mentions that, does she say her mother's a nurse? When we see her sort of ghost zombie mother, she's in a nurse's outfit, and she might come right out and say that her mother was a nurse. And then she mentions a stepfather, which tells us that her birth father is not around, and that's because he died in the the beginning, I mean at the end of the previous film. So, what did you hate in particular... (laughs) about this movie
1: you know i took notes about both films whenever i watched them and okay my notes for american werewolf in london there weren't it wasn't too long because i was just very engrossed in it i liked it a lot i wrote down what i liked and that was about it this movie has a laundry list of things that
0: i hated (laughs) okay okay
1: I mean 3 minutes into the movie and it is already such a dramatic change in tone from American werewolf in London. Yeah. It's just a bunch of dudes being dudes and then we go to the Eiffel Tower and we're going to bungee jump off of it which is a what? I Oh man. Yeah. I'm having an issue that <laughs> they're they're meat cute. The main character's meat cute is suicide?
0: Huh? <laughs> Is it a meet-cute when one of them's attempting suicide? That, that's the
1: question. Is It's like, hey, this is how we met. <laughs> she tried to kill herself, and now <laughs> we're married. What? Yeah, yeah.
0: My first note is, D-bags on holiday.
1: That is correct.
0: <laughs> then I wrote, secure anchor first, dumbass. Oh, yeah. I've never gone bungee jumping, but I would think that step one would be to secure the anchor end of your cord before you put the other end on your feet or you wherever think. they're going it's going to be you would think but this guy has not has not secured the anchor end of his bungee cord so his friends ha- and does he just and he uh, ends up jumping off early because the girl jumps They're in the Eiffel Tower. They're going to bungee jump, and this girl comes. And they're hiding because, you know, they're not supposed to be there. They're doing this at night. And this girl has somehow come in as well and is going to jump off of it. And he tries to stop her, and she, she either jumps or she slips. I can't remember, but he jumps after her and has not secured the other end. So his friends have to grab it, which... Again, I don't know how precise your cord length needs to be and where he was planning, how far down he was planning to be when he stopped. But I would think the fact that he is now several yards further from where the anchor was supposed to be. Once his friends grab it, they end up like right at the edge. He's now further away from where the anchor was supposed to be attached. And he's holding more weight than he had calculated for. So yeah. it seems to me that they should have splatted, should have hit the ground.
1: I would have, I, I really thought that that's where it was going to go. But then it just went the, uh, it, it kind of went a Spider-Man saving Gwen Stacy moment. And I really thought that he was going to fail. <laughs> and then he just safely <laughs> puts her down on the grass. And I just, yeah. man, my jaw dropped. And that then she's Cinderella's.
0: We She's Cinderella's out of there. She leaves a shoe behind and she runs away.
1: Yeah, and I mean, if it starts out confusing enough, it doesn't get more clear as the movie continues. Like, I was 30 minutes in and I still didn't know exactly what was happening because then it turned into right. this awkward dating movie where he runs into her again and goes on a date with her and nineties shenanigans with his friends happen as they're trying to secure a date for him. And the movie didn't know
0: its tone. Oh, Oh, these friends. Oh God. These, these assholes, these D bags, they have, they they're in a sort of informal competition where they're all getting daredevil points for the different stunt shit they do. But then they're also keeping a sex point list or two of them are. Our so-called hero doesn't seem to want to participate in that part of the competition, Mm -hmm. Uh, but it comes out at some point, the the sex point list, and he has to try to explain it away. Uh, Folks, I've been talking about the different basic types of werewolf movies. This, I guess, is a type three movie, which is the Secret Lives of Werewolves. We'll just go through it again real quickly. Type 1 is somebody gets bit by a werewolf, has to try to deal with it, and usually ends up dead. Type 2 is there's a werewolf among us, and we have to figure out who it is. And Type 3 is the secret lives of werewolves. Because unlike the first movie, there's a whole fucking werewolf society in this one who have raves and invite normies over to murder. Yep. Yeah. uh... And... Who want to rule the world. Of course. So one of those movies. Then you
1: have like the one good werewolf who's like, I don't want to rule the world, but whatever.
0: In a lot of these vampire and werewolf movies, there's one dude. Things, have, you know, the, the the monsters have figured out how to live among humans without getting destroyed. And then there's one guy who's like, we should be ruling these cattle. I have a master plan. And this guy's plan is some kind of serum that'll let them change whenever they want instead of only at the full moon. But I'm not sure how that's more efficient than just going out and getting a bunch of guns and trying to take over the world that way. I don't, I don't, I don't really know. know. Seems, seems like a lot of effort. Let's see. My other note is, it hurts, kill me, equals wimp. At one point she gets injured and instead of let's go to a hospital to try and fix you. She's just in so much pain. She just instantly wants to be killed. Yeah. And it doesn't look like the injury's all that bad. You know, people get hurt as bad as she is all the time and they recover and they don't, they don't plead for death and that they make the same mistake at the end of the movie <laughs> that they do at the beginning.
1: Goodness.
0: They're going to bungee jump off the Eiffel tower this time in daylight. They have two cords, but one of them's not attached. And so they end up with two of them on one cord, which again is too much weight. But I guess they, they calibrated to be several feet above the ground. So the extra weight doesn't, uh, (laughs) cause them to splat. Oh no. Oh man. What what else do you, what other bad notes do you have?
1: Yeah. So much wrong with this movie. Um, Okay, so the club scene, after they all get invited to that uh, underground rave thing, man, the first transformation that happens for a werewolf after they all get locked in is atrocious. This movie used no practical effects, unlike American Werewolf in London. And it was all CGI. Yeah. And it was terrible.
0: Yep. yep. Yeah, CGI werewolves and bad, bad CGI werewolves. It's. I can't remember what other CGI was going on in 97. I, I'm i not sure what I should be comparing it to. And that might be part of it. You know, when I saw it in the theater, that CGI was. Might just seem more state of the art and not bothered me as much compared to what we see now. Because you just, you know, as things improve, the older things that you thought were fine at the time just looked really shitty. Yes. But yeah, the design doesn't look good, the CGI is, isn't good. Just the way they their basic design is bad.
1: Yeah. Everything about uh, it's just not fun. <laughs> you know, I think I think that there was one cool scene in this movie that I went, yeah, I like that. And it was during the rave when all the strobe lights were happening and people were getting eaten during the strobe lights. I was like, Yeah, that's cool. I like that. And then it cuts to okay. more Yeah it cuts to more CGI werewolves in a chase down the tunnels of Paris and that's when our main character gets uh what is that I think he gets scratched or something like that and he learns he's becoming a werewolf. Yeah. And it's over the top how it happens. Like, um he's in the cafe and that other American lady, what's her name? Uh Julie Bowen?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She walks in <laughs> who he who he just starts he start, she is her. Uh, she's a modern family. Yes. Yes, She's she a minor family these days. She goes with him into a, to go to have sex in a in a graveyard and ends up getting killed by him and and they do the ghost thing like they did in the previous movie.
1: Yes. And unlike the previous movie, the ghosts in this one are, I guess, supposed to be comedic relief, but it really falls. Yeah. And it's just not funny. <laughs> it's just annoying. If, right. If I were a werewolf haunted by ghosts like that, I would kill myself immediately. It it would be over. Oh,
0: and something we didn't explain, we sort of mentioned the effect of it, but we didn't explain it. The ghosts seem to reflect the current state of their physical bodies. So as their bodies decompose, the ghosts appear more decomposed. So I guess at some point they'll just look like skeletons.
1: Yeah, and you saw it in the first movie for a little bit as Jack was deteriorating, which I thought that was great. Because yes. it's practical, this yeah. movie didn't do it for me. It Was really bad. But in this right. movie, when we
0: talked, we talked about how bad he looked. But how I mean, how it, the the makeup looked good, but he looked bad. If you see yes, exactly. We talked about that, but we didn't say why. And it's because his body's getting decomposing more and more, right? As time goes on,
1: uh, we also learned something else about so, the werewolf curse in this movie, and in this one. It was, you can reverse the werewolf curse if you take out the heart of the one that turned you and eat it. I think you have to eat the heart of the one that turned you. You have to eat it?
0: I don't know if you have to eat it. She's eating hearts anyway. Yeah. She's been eating other hearts, making heart smoothies. (laughs) I guess, I think she's been stealing hearts from the hospital, and maybe this keeps her from having to kill humans by doing this. Sure. It's not explicitly stated, but she must be doing it for some reason. Right. It's not like she's just taking random hearts, hoping that one of them's the werewolf that turned her.
1: No, because uh, I, I believe the one that turned her was Claude, the leader of the of the wolf pack no, in uh, Paris. No?
0: Well, it says here that it's uh, she implied that Claude had stolen her blood to become a werewolf. That he had turned himself into a werewolf. Because she was presumably born one.
1: Yeah. Interesting. I don't know. There was just so much happening in this film. It, it does
0: say here that it's not clear It's not clear because Andy kills and eats Claude's heart, thus ending his own curse, and presumably Seraphine's. This point is not clarified since earlier in the movie, Seraphine implied that Claude had stolen her blood to become a werewolf. There it is. In an alternate ending... Andy eats Claude's heart. Seraphine has a vision of her stepfather in the back of an ambulance explaining how he found a cure before his death. An ambulance transports her to the hospital. Uh, So, yeah, there was a thing at the beginning with a guy getting chased Mm
1: -hmm.
0: out of the sewer and getting caught by a werewolf. And it turns out that was her stepfather. She she killed her mother and tore the legs off of her stepfather and then is keeping yep. him alive in some sort of dungeon somewhere because his father was work his stepfather was working on a cure. Uh, so, and I think he also wolfs out, but because he doesn't have any legs, he can't really do anything.
1: Yeah, he just kind of crawls there. So,
0: that's weird.
1: Yep. <laughs> Real weird. Uh man, yeah, everything about this movie was just so odd and awkward and at first you know I watched I watched this with my girlfriend and my buddy Joey and at first we're like oh haha this is kind of funny because it's really really bad but then it just kept going and we got tired of it and it just stopped being fun to make fun of Mm -hmm. and I just wanted it to be over at some point (laughs) they'd really tried to copy a lot of American werewolf in London. Like the, the car scenes where everyone in London is kind of like crashing into each other. And it's kind yeah. of funny because there's just this mass car wreck. Uh, This movie tried yes. that. Oh God.
0: Was... I, I forgot to, I forgot to mention that yesterday. Yeah. That <laughs> more, more people die in the car pileup at the end of American werewolf in London that are actually killed by the werewolf
1: which I thought was absolutely hilarious
0: at, <laughs> at the end he turns into a werewolf in, in public in the middle of like Piccadilly Circus or something and this causes an accident which then just gets piled on by, by more and more people and uh, yeah dozens of people appear to die instantly in this car pile up oh, it's, uh, it's and he only, kills, he only kills a few people yeah, but no. This so, which I think is also part of the comedy. Absolutely. I think it's meant to be funny. Yeah. So I wow. don't know. I So apparently they were originally, because I was like, why would you make this movie? Why would you wait 16 years and then do it without the involvement of the original people? But they were developing a film with John Landis. He wrote a draft. I think it's one of those things that was just in development for so long that it had a certain momentum so they didn't i guess they didn't like his first draft and he said well i'm not doing a second one you just do the sequel without me so they just kept moving forward when they should have maybe just stopped yeah but it took 16 years to get there so Mm. there you go uh caleb On our moon scale of new quarter, half, three quarters, or full moon, what phase of the moon are you going to give to this movie, An American Werewolf in Paris? All right.
1: This American Werewolf in Paris, this absolute garbage pile of a movie (laughs) from the 90s is a new moon. Those werewolves, they're staying asleep.
0: (laughs) Okay. Fair enough. Uh, fair enough. I think I'll go ahead and agree with you and say uh New Moon, it's it's not great. No. Uh was there anything else you any uh, uh any other thing bugging you you gotta get off your chest? Yeah, the end go
1: the end of the movie they mm-hmm. reenact their sort of meet cute at the beginning when or jumping off of the right. Eiffel Tower, except this time they're at the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. And they're both jumping right. off.
0: Yes, yes, they've gone back to America.
1: And I, <sighs> I really cannot believe that that is the way that they decided to end this movie. Just yeah,
0: let's well reenact it, that again. They're trying to bookend it, but they're not at all looking at what they're bookending. Because their meat was remember that time when you were in such despair that you thought the only way out of your curse was to jump off of a historic structure in the city that you live in. Let's do that again. Exactly. <laughs> but in New York. In a, in an even more difficult place to gain access to to do our illegal bungee jump. Yeah. And as I said, we'll make the same mistake we made the first time.
1: One of us won't and not be. secure the anchor. Exactly. Yeah, what a Judas priest. What an absolute nightmare of a movie.
0: And the one I don't know if we mentioned, but one of the friends. There's three friends at the beginning. One of them ends up dead, but the other one makes it to the end. <laughs> okay, I did kind of like this part. At the second uh, werewolf rave, they have tied. They've captured the friend. Oh God, yeah, I gotta say, they captured his friend. They're keeping him in a dungeon for the rave. He he knows our lead. What the fuck is his name? Andy, Andy knows that either Brad or Chris, whichever one it is, is being held captive. And at one point he's like, I got to go get him out of there. And then he stops to try to have sex with Seraphine. Yep. But then they get interrupted. I'm like, dude, your friend is still captured back at that place. Why are you trying to fool around right now? What is wrong with you?
1: He's trying to get those sex Uh, points.
0: Yeah. He gets put up on a cross, and then when all the big fights going on and and the shit's hitting the fan, the cross breaks, and he he comes—the police have raided the werewolf party, I think—and he comes running out of the burning building still tied to the cross— and one of the police women is just looking at this like <laughs> what? I think she maybe even crosses herself when he does it. And I don't know. I kind of liked that moment. It's incredibly stupid, but I just kind of liked it. Yeah, it's pretty, it dumb, pretty cool,
1: but I thought it was pretty funny.
0: Would have been better to put that in a in a vampire movie, whereas he's running past. These vampires are all just collapsing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a mess. But there you there you go. There you go. All right folks, that is it. If you feel that you want to endure this movie, you can watch it for free on Peacock. You should only watch it for free on on Peacock uh and I'm not sure that, you know there's like three tiers of Peacock. There's a free tier of Peacock and there's two paid. I don't know if it's available on the free one, free tier. Uh cuz I pay for it, but So
1: it. I watch it on the free streaming platform Tubi. Now you do have to. have. Oh, yeah.
0: It's on Tubi also. OK.
1: Yeah, it's on Tubi. There are some commercial breaks in it. But if you are watching yeah. this, if you decide to watch it, you're going to be very thankful for the commercial breaks.
0: <laughs> now. um. Oh, yeah. It's on Peacock, Pluto, Tubi, Sling, Redbox, Voodoo, Prime, Plex, Freebie, all for free. Now, Peacock does a thing where they'll show you a bunch of commercials in the beginning and then leave you alone for the rest of the movie. But, yeah, you might want to take a breather partway through. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I do find it interesting in general how some movies are exclusive to one thing and then some of them are on just all of the things for yeah. free.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's, you can really tell the quality of those.
0: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, Well, Caleb, thanks for joining me once again. Caleb and I met at the local comic shop, The Hive, which is now no longer with us. So, ladies and gentlemen, raise a glass to the memory of The Hive.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: It it was a sad day for the town when the comic shop closed down. Yeah. I think that's a song. I think I have the beginnings of a song there. There it <laughs> is. Get to work on that. <laughs> uh, Caleb, let's get together soon. Let's do lunch or something.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And uh, we mentioned in the other episode, but Caleb's got a book out. We'll put a link to that in the show notes. Be back here again tomorrow for another in our 31 Days of Horror. Until then, I have been your host, Precious D. Remember to keep calm and take shelter in basements. Please do not misuse science. We won't see you, but you will hear us next time on Monster Movie Funtime Go you've been listening to monster movie fun time go if you enjoyed the show please rate and review us on your podcasting platform of choice our theme song is by the texacado folk rock punk featuring lita lopez you can support the show find links to our social media and even leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash mnftg